Today, I wanted to share with you a message. And the only title I could think of is Iron Sharpens Iron. Yan ang nag-udyok sa akin sa topic na ito. And even until next week, kasi next week is Father's Day. So, and ang iniisip ko, I think the Lord wants fathers to be sharp. Alam mo, pag sa toolbox, at mayroon ka mga tools doon, either cutter or plies or uh, lagaring kahoy, all these tools, they need to be sharp. Kung magiging effective. Kung mas sharp yung tools, mas magaan ang trabaho. A man that is sharp in the Lord's, a sharp spiritually, sharp emotionally, he's going to be more effective. And I believe that it's time that the Filipino men, like you, you're not Filipino, but you and you and you and you and you and you, all these Filipino men, you got a time to get sharp. Okay? It's time to get leveled up. And because it's almost Father's Day, uh, next week I want to encourage you. And we're going to talk next week about how to treat a man. Uh, how to, so ladies, you got to be ready. How to treat a man. But today, I want to challenge specifically the fathers. Pero naka-apply ito sa lahat. Okay? can apply to all of us. There's four things that I want to apply. And ito, ang, actually, this sermon is to me. As a father, as a husband, as a man. And so, as I started preaching this to myself, for the whole week, I've been preaching to myself. And the first thing that came to mind is to dedicate your family to the Lord. Sa lahat ng pwede kong gawin upang ihanda ng aking family para sa kinubukasan. It's not just about saving money or building a house or having a savings for our son's college education. Those are common things people worry or think about. Those are things people prioritize and work for. Pero sa akin, the number one thing I can do for my family is to dedicate my family to God. In, this is what Joshua did. If you remember your famous words in Joshua 24, 14. Sa Tagalog, kaya ngayon i-worship nyo si Lord at mag-serve kayo sa Kanya ng buong puso at katapatan. Alisin nyo ang mga Diyos-Diyosan na wina-worship ng mga ancestors nyo. At kay Lord lang kayo mag-serve. Okay, the word serve sa Old Testament often was translated worship. Serve, worship. Minsan synonymous yan. Sabi niya, kung ayaw niyo mag-serve kay Lord, pumili na kayo ngayon kung kaninong kayo mag-serve. Basta. Ito yung kwan. Basta. Sabi mo, basta. Basta para sa akin at sa pamilya ko kay Lord kami magsaserve. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Now, this was the time na sabi ni Joshua, meron dyan mga Diyos-Diyosan, meron yung mga kultura ng inyong mga ancestors, because remember, this generation came away from Egypt. Nung malilit pa sila, kaya yung mga lola nila, yung mga parents nila, uh, they were filled with the Egyptian ways of thinking, the Egyptian culture. Parang automatic sa kanila maghahanap ng mga Diyos, Diyos na pwedeng mag-worship. So, it was a transition time. And there, see si Joshua, ina-acknowledge niya that there is a culture around us. There's a world 
outside of the family. Mayroon tayong kapitbahay na iba ang paniniwala. Joshua recognizes that there's a lot of options and a lot of opinions on social media. Wala pang social media noon, pero he knows that it's going to be a toss-up kung people will be following the Lord, following His standards and His ways, or not. Kasi marami pang ibang options. Today, may mga options ba? May mga Diyos-Diyosan ba sa ating kultura? Meron. Meron. Even money can be a an idol. Jesus said in Matthew 6 verse 24 that no one can serve, there's that word again, serve, or dedicate themselves to two masters. Di pwede magsabay ang isang paamo sa mundo and the other foot in the Lord. He says you will be devoted to one and despise the other. You see those two words? Devoted, despise. Hindi maaring maghahalo yan. Parang, parang water and oil. You will either be devoted to money and to the sistema ng mundo or you will be devoted to God. You'll either be chasing the culture and makikihalo bilo and mixing with the values and the compromises of the world or you will be solid kay Lord. Sabi ni Joshua, basta! Para sa akin at sa pamilya ko, kay Lord kami magsaserve. How about you? Hindi pwedeng neutral ka, mga kapatid. You cannot be, especially you men, you cannot be neutral in your, yung katayuan mo. With your family, because either, I mean, there will be a faith develop in your household. There will be a culture. Maliban sa general Philippine culture, there will be a family culture. It will either happen or ma-acquire yan by default because of the environment, or it will happen by design. Isinasadyang, we're going to follow the Lord. Sabi ni Joshua, hindi ko papayagan na it will just happen to us. Mapa-influence kami. You send your kids to school. Kung sino yung mga magiging kaibigan nila, bahala na sila. Basta hindi sila mga criminal. Kahit anong tinuturo ng mga teachers nila, when they teach our kids, whatever, it's just gonna be what it is. No? Sabi ni Joshua, you gotta make a deliberate choice. Ito ay sinasadya that we will serve the Lord. And it wasn't the mother, it was Joshua, the man. Mga kapatid, as a man, you got to be the one to set the direction for your family. Kumbaga, kalooban ng Diyos na ang lalaki ang bus driver. You're not better than anybody on the bus. Pero we have a unique role to steer people towards the Lord. To steer our family towards the Lord. Maaring ang misis ay konduktor. <laughs> or maaring siya ang nag-navigate. You know, but, but the man has to take the wheel and steer the family where they're gonna go. So, madalas, it's a big responsibility, pero we have to be devoted to the Lord. I'm going to devote myself and my family to the Lord. Hindi ako basta mag-uupo sa backseat. Cannot just be passive. 
cannot just be, wala lang, bahala na si Mrs. Magaling magdasal yan. Siya nang mag, ano, hindi pwede. Kahit hindi magaling magdasal, ang lalaki, kailangan pa rin magdasal. Kailangan pa rin mag-decision. What are you gonna do? You can't just send your family to church. You can't just allow your wife na maging kabahagi ng, ng simbahan, na magsaserve kay Lord. You can't just encourage them. Sige, punta kayo. Mandalas. This is what I hear oftentimes. I oftentimes hear people say to their, uh, or to us, Sige, sige. Yeah, you let the, I, I will let my kids, I'll tell my kids to go to your church para bumait sila so that they'll get, so they'll become good. It doesn't happen like that. We have to dedicate our family to the Lord. Second thing that I have preached to myself is to disciple the people I love. Disciple. Alright, say that word, disciple. That's a very, very important word in our church family. It's not just that you believe a certain kind of doctrina or that you believe in this, you know, you have a faith. It's not just that you become a member or church. It's not just that you attend regularly or, or often and serve and give money. It's not that. Disciple is important because it is a lifestyle. It's not an event. It's not a club. It's a lifestyle. Sa, sa definition na, na nakita ko, it's someone who actively follows a teacher or mentor. Seeking to learn from them and imitate him. Okay? Seek actively. Hindi passive, it's actively following. You know, you might click follow to one of your Facebook friends, but that's passive. It just means that kung sakaling na magpost siya, it will push into your, what do you call that, my day, or it will push into your feed. I don't know all that, how that terminology works. I just know that when you click follow, it doesn't really mean you're doing something. Hinahayaan mo lang na mayroong magpush sa'yo. It will come up in front of your eyes. But disciple is different. It's not just that you believe and passively let God influence you. It is when you proactively follow a teacher, a mentor, in order to become like him and in, in, imitate him. Sa ibang salita, we say that discipleship is paayusin ng buhay. Because sin put our lives out of order. Like a bathroom that you cannot use. Kasi may sign dyan, out of order. So that's what sin does to us. In that he, it renders us dysfunctional. Hindi na function ayon sa original design. But discipleship is about, a pro, it's a process to put our lives back into order. Ayon sa original design ni Lord para sa atin. And ito hindi nangyayari by accident. It's by a choice. It's not, listen to me, fathers, mothers even, listen. Even a good education cannot heal a person's emotions. That takes discipleship. It's not just having a good job that will make you a generous person. Lots of money cannot fix a struggling marriage. 
Having a car does not mean you have character. Having a house does not mean you're happy. In fact, having a house doesn't even mean you have a home. Bambi and I live in an apartment, but we have a home. We say, we, we call it a house, it's just our, it's not ours, but we, but it's a happy home. It's our happy place. But what will produce itong life na, itong lifestyle that is flourishing and fruitful in all areas of life? Champions in life. Ano yan? It's two things, being planted in God's household and growing as his disciple. Did you get that? Matthew 28, 18 to 20, Jesus' last words and his mission to us was, go into all the world and make disciples. Imagine, sa lahat ng kaya niyang, or pwede niyang maaring sabihin sa atin, sa lahat ng mga wishes for us or instructions for us, he didn't say build churches or raise prayer teams or do worship. He said, go and make disciples. Baptize them. Teach them. And, if, and you cannot make a disciple if you are not one. Kaya nag-struggle ng mga fathers. You cannot really disciple your family if you are not one of a disciple. So, Una sa lahat, I have to be a disciple. A disciple is not like college. You you take how many years and then you graduate, you have your diploma. Tapos na. Ang pagkasabi dito sa Pilipinas, tapos na sa pag-aaral. Nakatapos na ng kanyang korso. Wala. Walang graduation sa pagiging disciple. We're constantly learning, constantly following. We never stop. So I'm preaching to myself, I need to be a disciple myself. But now I'm realizing, because bilang bilang pastor ng church, I, I that's what I do. I help people to follow Jesus. But I realize I have to disciple the people I love. I have to actually be a disciple maker to Bambi, and I have to disciple Zion. I need to disciple. I need to make him into a follower of Jesus, like me. So. The first place to start, mga, mga fathers, is the people you love the most. You actually are called to be a pastor of your family. In Deuteronomy, this was the popular uh, instructions, parang mission statement na mga hudyo noon. It's called the Shema, which means hearing or listening. Hear and obey. The Shema in Deuteronomy chapter 6 said, Mahalan nyo si Lord na inyong Diyos ng buong puso at isip, pati buong lakas nyo, itanim nyo sa puso nyo ang mga utos binibigay ko ngayon. Ituro nyo, let's read it together, ituro nyo yon sa mga anak nyo, sabihin nyo sa kanila kahit nasa bahay kayo o naglalakad sa daan, kahit matutulog na o kaya paggising nyo sa umaga. Isulat at itali yun sa mga kamay at noon niya para lagi niyong maalala. Isulat niyo yun sa mga frame ng pinto ng bahay, pati na rin sa mga gate ng bayan. And he's saying that you got to get it deeply rooted into your family. You're dedicating them to 
the Lord, and then you're going to disciple them. Now, to disciple, it's a life mission. Ito actually ang una kong mission, is to disciple my family. And you do this through teachable moments. It, you don't just send them to, you know, and when I was growing up, mayroong yung, yung ginagawa ng mga bata doon, like, ang tawag doon Sunday school. Sunday school. So, parang, oh, so tuwang-tuwang ng mga parents. Oh, yeah, they may school. Walang tuition, libre. Sige, punta sila. Pasok sila doon sa champions. Sunday school. Pero actually, it's more than a Sunday school. We have to be teaching in the process of doing life. Sa bahay, when we travel, before bed, when we wake up grumpy. When we, you let her sleep, wake up grumpy. No, let her sleep. When we wake up and, and when we travel and when we're doing things, how we resolve conflicts, how we spend or earn or not our money, how we deal with our emotions, all the time, every day, kailangan talaga na we're teaching. We're teaching. I have to teach Zion how to view women. How to treat his mom. How to run to God when I have a problem. And humble my heart before him. You know, pointing a child in a strategic direction. Kasi disciple eh. Mayroon kang vision. May vision ako para kay Zion. I can't force it, but I can point him. Like a bow and arrow. Sana may bow and arrow ako. Yung, yung ganun ba? And, you know, the Bible said that a young man's children are like an arrow in the hands of a warrior. I might not go where he will go, but I can point him and then release him in a strategic direction. Hindi yung random lang. Sige, you just go up, kung yung gusto mo, kung yung makakabuti sa'yo. He doesn't know. The Bible says that folly or foolishness is the default in the heart of a child. But the rod of discipline, which is a similar root word to disciple, will drive it far from him. So as a missionary, siyempre, trabaho ko, role ko to help people connect kay God. And I always think of ways how to influence people, how to convince people, how to explain to people, teach people the word of God. But some people, and a lot of people, receive the word of God. A lot of people, nagpapadisipulo, nagpapatuloy, but not everyone will. So what do we do? Kapag ayaw mo, edi, we go to the next house. We go to the next household. We go reach new people. The problem is, I can't do that with my son and my wife. Kung ayaw nila sumunod kay Lord, hindi ko pwedeng scratch out yung pangalan nila and move on to the next person. Do you understand? So it's, it's something different. Kailangan kong maging intentional sa discipleship sa family. Because that is not optional. Whether I'm leading a church or not, I still have to disciple my family. Mga kapatid, you have to do that. Right? Hebrews in chapter 12 talks about discipline. You know, and, and the Bible says that the Lord will discipline us. Hindi dahil... Harsh is ya. No, it's because he loves us. Kung hindi dinidisiplin ka, ibig sabihin, hindi ka tunay na anak. Anak ka sa labas. You know, but the Lord disciplines those he loves because he loves us. 
It's, it's called training. The last part of this verse in Hebrews 12 says, training in discipline. O magre-result yun sa maayos at matuwid na buhay no mga dinidiscipline. So the goal is not just discipline, but disciple-making. Okay? So disciple. Now, if you're a mother, you have the same goal. Disciple-making for your kids. Kung ikaw ang tanging Christian sa inyong household, then your goal is to make disciples, even of your parents, of your relatives. See? So, buti nilang may word of God. The word of God is our tool to make disciples. Sabi ni Paul K. Timothy, it, regarding sa word of God, nagagamit sa pagtuturo ng katotohanan, pagsasama, read it together. Nagagamit sa pagtuturo ng katotohanan, pagsasaway sa mali, pagtatama ng likong gawan, at pagbibigay ng guide para sa tamang pamumuhay. Training in righteousness. So we have to learn to use the Word of God. You know, the Bible calls the Word of God a sword. Spada, no? Sword to fight for our family. So tigilin ni mga pag-fighting. You don't fight your family. You fight for your family. Okay, and the third thing I preach to myself is demonstrate following Christ. So sabi ko kanina, ang role ko is a bus driver. A disciple maker. Sabi ni Paul K. Kay, uh, sa mga Corinthians, in 1 Corinthians 11.1, 1, gayahin niyo ako kung paano ko ginagaya si Christ. So, we have to be a role model. Demonstrate. Di ba, pagpunta ka sa mga, sa mga shopping, may mga demo, mayroon silang gadget, and then mayroong sales lady dyan, may table, mayroon pang minsan mga microphone, di na demonstrate niya. Ang gusto ko yung grocery na may libreng pagkain. O, demonstrate ko. Masarap ito. O, prove it. O, you have to sample, di ba? So, there's a, the way we can really learn is when there's a demonstration. Not just an instruction, but a demonstration. You know, si Zion, yung anak namin, he really craves attention. Sometimes na pag nagiging pasaway na siya, it's because he wants attention. Hindi mo akalain na, yun pala ang habol niya. So sometimes I'll just ask him, do you need our attention right now? Kasi nagiging irritating or he's doing something. And I think, he, he would always say, guess what, Abba, guess what? Guess what? And watch watch me. Watch me. And then, I want to show you something. Alam mo, halos non-stop ang anak ko. Nagsasalit, Zion talks all the time. Almost. Except when he's asleep. Or playing his game. But he would always say, Abba, watch me. Let me, I want to tell you something. He's always wanting to show me something. Or make me go there and watch what he's doing. And that's good. He needs my attention. But he also needs our roles to flip. So that I say to him, Zion, watch me. Watch me worship. I want to tell you something I learned from God's word today. Zion, give me your attention. Watch me. Look how I control my anger. Watch this. Watch, watch me when I go talk to your mom and she's upset. Watch me. Watch me honor God. You know, he needs a demonstration. 
He needs to see how honoring God looks like. Because, you know, sa totoo lang yung words na yan, honor God, worship God, you know, be faithful to God, those don't give a very clear, you know, they're not that tangible. So we need to demonstrate what following Christ looks like. Tama po ba? Does that make sense? What, is it, what does it look like to respond under stress? To react when you're attacked? What does it look like to give tithes and offerings first, even though you got a financial crisis coming up? What does it look like to trust God for the future, that you don't know anything about the future? See, what does it look like to study and search the Word of God for some wisdom and truth, guide us how to live? They're going to watch you. Your kids are going to watch you. Like it or not, they're going to look up to you. And kailangan na maging either, you're going to be either unintentional, so parang wala lang, you just do the best you can in life, and da da da. And they will just get learning from school or internet or the culture, the kaibiga. Or you would be intentional and show them. Not just teach them, show them how to follow Jesus. And I suggest, like, ang gagawin ko is I'm gonna make that my life mission. To dedicate my family to the Lord, to, uh, what was the second thing I said? To disciple my family, and then to demonstrate. And the last thing we should do is, this one's a little bit, it's delight. Say the word delight. Pagsinang delight, it's something like you get your tuwa from that thing. You know, si Zion, mahilig siya sa isang game, sa computer. He delights in that game. Doon nagpapasaya sa kanya, yung, ga- yung game na yan. And we have to get delight in our family. Sometimes we, sometimes, you know, kapag nag- nakikipag-away ka sa family, you dread your family instead of delight in them. If you, some people, when when they go home, they dread going in the door because it's going to be like, a fight or a war or a conflict or cold shoulder or something. But we've got, men have got to create an atmosphere where we delight in the family. See, first John, now here's how it happens. I'm going to give you a tip. It happens when you know how God delights on you. First John 3 verse 1 says, See how very much our Father loves us. For he calls us his children, and that is what we are. So when you know that, like First John 4, uh, verse 16, chapter 4, he says, we know and believe the love that God has for us. Mga kapatid, do you know, men, do you know that God has a love for you? Do you believe in that love? Kasi hindi mo kayang ibigay yung wala pa sayo. If you Think about God. Does he, do you know that He loves you? Do you know that He wants to spend time with you? He wants to be close to you and bless you, be generously uh, lavishing you. Do you know that He forgives you? Unlimited. 
doesn't if you if you know and believe that doesn't that make you want him hindi ba nahuhulog ang loob mo sa taong na nagdi-delight sa iyo natutuwa siya sa iyo think about the opposite what if kabaliktaran what if you know and you believe that he hates you and god doesn't want to see your face he doesn't want to hear you galit siya sa iyo what if you thought that he's angry with you at naghahanap siya ng another way how na to punish you for your sins with no mercy and no grace hindi ba itataboy ka lang ng ng ganyan ng Dios hindi ba you you would just say i don't want to be near god and the same is true with our children do they know you love them does your wife does your consinyo mga kasama sa tahanan niyo do they know that you want to spend time with them Baka naghihintayan lang kayo. Baka gusto mo siyang yakapin pero hindi mo alam kung gusto niya. Baka gusto mo mag-spend time and get close and have intimate relationships sa anak mo pero hindi mo alam, hindi ka confident na she knows that that is yung genuine desire mo. If there's no love and no desire, hindi ka nagdi-delight sa kanila maaring mag-obey kanila but by out of compliance lang just try to obey comply with your rules but no emotional closeness mayroong distance and the relationship will suffer and you lose time ayokong mangyari yan kasi Zion my son is growing fast he's almost as tall as his mom ayokong sayangin ang i don't want to waste any days so i have to let him know I have to paramdam kanya that he is loved and I'm happy with him and I want to be close to him. So that's something that I've been preaching to myself. Does your spouse, do your parents know that you love them and you want to spend time, you want to be close to them? Relationships are complicated. I know that sometimes communication is hard. You, know, you, get, you, you end up hurting the ones you love the most. But you have to also demonstrate forgiveness because, like, you might be here tonight, today, and you're thinking, "I, Tim, all of those things you mentioned, I'm, I failed on those." This is not a topic for you to feel condemned. Even if you failed on some areas like this, now it's not too late. Because even halimbawa ako. I got to demonstrate following Christ. What if yung example ko hindi followable? What if yung attitude ko is not godly, not Christ-like? What if yung lumabas sa bibig ko is I don't want him nagayain ako? Then what do I do? I mean, I tried but I failed, right? So now you demonstrate what it's like to humble yourself and ask sorry. I'm sorry I hurt your feet. You know, then you demonstrate what it's like to go to God and ask for help. Lord, change me. Create in me a pure heart. Help me. That's what, because even in the worst attitude, yung pinaka failures mo, you can still show a role model what you do when you fail. That's actually a teachable moment. I don't advise you to plan it like that. But when we fail, we still have an opportunity 
to demonstrate following Christ. To demonstrate humility and uh, sorrow for sin and returning to the Lord in repentance and confession, making things right again. So the only way these first three things will work is if you understand that God loves you, forgives you, and then you download from Him para may karga kana to overflow to your loved ones. Yeah? So I'm going to dedicate my family, Bambi and Zion. I, I'm thankful she wants to serve the Lord too because if she did not, it would be more challenging. You know, if she's a Buddhist or something, it would be hard to make her a disciple of Jesus. But thankfully, she loves Jesus. So we can partner together for Zion. Pero hindi given, hindi assume that Zion will follow Jesus. Although when he was five or six years old, he received Jesus. But now he still needs to be discipled. We dedicated him. He chose to be baptized. But we now are in the process of making him into a disciple of Jesus. And I have to be one too if I will make him become one. I want him to know that I, kasi, siyempre, lumaki si Zion sa church. So, alam niya, if, if you give a Bible verse, hindi naman siya, wow! It's like, hindi wow. Diba sa mga iba, God so loved the world, wow! Sa kanya, yeah, I knew that. So, parang nawala yung kanyang surprise or sa kanyang, so I have to let him know, Zion, I'm, I was guilty. I was a sinner. I deserved eternal hell and I could not save myself. But God loved me. And God sacrificed himself on the cross. Jesus took away the penalty for my sins. And I love him because he first loved me. And my life mission is to honor him and deliver his benefits. So I dedicate myself to him. I dedicate you and our family as for me in my house, and you happen to be in the house, we will serve the Lord. It's the best thing for us. We will do that. And so, I don't do that because that's my career, bilang pastor, or it's because of a job. It's not, this is Tim's hobby. No, this is our life mission as a family. And I'm not going to take my hands off the steering wheel to keep bringing us to the Lord. And mga lalaki, I want you to do that also. Okay? Let's dedicate ourselves to the Lord right now. Would you just stand up? Everyone just stand up where you are. Okay. If you are here with your family, would you just touch their shoulder? Or, uh, or uh, yeah, touch your, if you're here with someone in your family, just touch their shoulder. And let's, let's come to the Lord. Father, thank you for loving us unconditionally and that we are not a burden or a problem for you. We are not pasaway sa inyo and you're not angry and bitter and regretful about us. Salamat that you are, you take delight in us and you actually want to spend time with us. You actually find joy when we talk to you and when you talk to us and when we uh, connect with you and sit with you. Thank you, Lord, for that unconditional relational access na ibinigay mo po sa amin. And I pray, Lord, this will overflow sa aming mga pamilya, 
especially sa mga members ng pamilya that don't yet know your great love. Help us, Lord, to really, even publicly or even privately, dedicate them to to you. To make a decision among discipling them. To, to, to somehow be a shepherd in the house. To bring them and steer them towards Jesus. To role model what it's like to follow Christ in our daily life. And Lord, that we would take delight in them. Hindi pag-iiwas, hindi yung pakikipag-away lagi. But Lord, that we would find the, the things that we love about our family and call them out and take great joy in the family that you have given us. Hindi naman lahat may family, but you gave us a family. Hindi naman lahat na mayroon pa living family, but we still have some family. We still have even Christian family. Help us, Lord, to demonstrate your love to them and take delight as you delighted in us. Thank you for Jesus and the sacrifice that you made to bring us into a right relationship with you. And we are forever grateful. In Jesus' name we pray these things. Amen. Amen.